Welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And this week we read A Fate of Wrath and Flames by Kay Tucker. So this one was special to us because we started this podcast, season one, episode one, on <laughs> Kay Tucker's book, uh, Say You Still Love Me, which is actually still one of my favorite books. I love that book. So it kind of goes full circle for us, and since we've been on a big fantasy kick, this just like fits right into our vibe. So what are your thoughts? I guess I'll just start with the cover because I was obsessed with this cover when it was released. I love the title and I love the cover. I don't know what my problem is, but lately I've been buying books just based on their cover. And I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but <laughs> I'm very vain. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I am just shocked at how many genres she can write. Yeah. She's mainly romance, which we love her romance books. She a lot of mystery books, like thrillers, which I haven't read any of her thrillers. But we, you have them, or I have them. One of us has them. Yeah, I think I own, like, two or three of them. She has, like, a pen name where she kind of writes some extra smutty books that I, I have read. Um, you know, I, yeah. No I comment. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, the kind of books you got in Kindle Unlimited that you just sit and read when sitting. So I'm just shocked that she has gone to fantasy, and it was a good fantasy book. I kind of wasn't expecting a good fantasy book out of it. I wasn't expecting a good fantasy book because... The only reviews I read of it all said they were confused at the beginning and they weren't sure what's going on, but it ended up being a good book. But I I, I thought they were lying because they received arcs of the book. And so I was like, oh, I bet they're just saying it ended up being a good book because they have to. But when I read this, I was pleasantly surprised, like up until the end. And we'll get to that. But like the first 90 percent of the book was definitely a five star book for me, a very good fantasy book, in my opinion. I think what threw me off in the beginning was the fact that the synopsis was so confusing. Oh. Because it talks about some girl in New York City, and then it talks about some prince in some land. I was just confused. So I think that's what threw me off in the beginning. Yeah. And Sophie, like, I, I'm always like, who is this girl? But no, I was confused in the first, like, 30 pages, and then it kind of clicked. And once we were in the land of uh, Islore, yeah. it, I, I, was, I was keeping up for sure. There are still parts of this book that I'm definitely confused on like I think if I went back and read it it would fall into place better like the difference between a caster a key caster an elemental like just all the all the different types and words she used I don't think my brain sorted through them and so when I was reading it I just I mean I just read it and didn't quite understand but understood enough to get it yeah, it's sort of like the whole poisoning of blood. Yeah. I was like, wait, so who has good blood? Who has bad blood? Who's drinking blood? Yeah, like, and then the mortal versus immortal casters. Mortal casters go crazy, but immortal casters are fine. Because Romiri was like, oh, so I'm going to go mad. And they're like, no, you're immortal now. And I was like, wait a second. If she was her New York self, she would have went crazy. Yeah, so Malachi actually kind of saved her by sending her here and turning her into an immortal. I love hate reading books when they first get published, especially fantasy books, because you have to wait. Yeah. Like, I hate the wait. I'm so glad that I started A Court of Thrones and Roses like 10 years later, whenever, whenever <laughs> it was published. There's five books out there and I could fully immerse myself in the world and not have to wait that much. Like, I'm still waiting for Elaine's book, but like, I'm not sitting here wondering, like, contemplating, like, are they going to live? Are they going to die? Like, I'm yeah. not here. Whereas with this one, we are the OG fans, like, we're original readers of this book, but we don't even know when there's going to be a second book. I looked at yep. comments, and she's like, 
I'll give more information in the fall, which leads me to believe that she hasn't even started no. writing it. She literally, in that screenshot you sent me, said, I'll have more information in the fall. I was like, Kay Tucker, you're the author. If you don't have the information, who does? <laughs> she has to finish it for me. Like, she cannot I just know. leave it like that. None of the plots are resolved. Well, and what concerns me, if you read her author's note, and we knew this, her first book she wrote was a fantasy. And in her author's note, she briefly talks about it. And she says that this book starts off with that same stuff she says I literally pulled some of the words like word for word she said but trust me if you read that first one it'll be different and she pulled the first book off the market she no longer sells it in her author's now I don't know like if it was different in the kindle but she literally says if you read that first book good for you because it's now off the market and you can't get it anymore because now I have this book and I'm like okay wait so in 10 years are you gonna pull this one off the market and write a new one like no you actually have to continue this now we should probably give a synopsis before we talk about the characters. We should. So we're going to give our own synopsis because the synopsis in the back of the book threw me off. It honestly confused me for the whole book. I kind of wish I didn't read the synopsis. Yeah. Because it, it just jumps around a lot. Yeah, the synopsis is hard to follow. So if you're someone who reads the synopsis before you like buy a book, maybe don't read this and like don't read the synopsis. Just take our word for it that the book is good. <laughs> it's a good book, I promise. But basically, my modified synopsis, feel free to jump in, is Ramiria, and she goes by Rami, lives in New York City, she's a jewel thief, she steals for her gangster boss during one of her thieving things. She meets a woman named Sophie, who basically comes and kills her mob bosses and is like, hey, you're free now, but with your freedom, you're going to help me. Because Sophie's husband is stuck in between worlds, I guess? And Sophie serves a fate called Malachi. In this book, there are four fates. I can't remember the other's names, but Malachi is the fate of flames. So she serves him. And basically, she takes Romeria and says, you're going to help me. You have to go steal this stone for Malachi. It's going to be really easy. And then she stabs her in the heart. Romeria wakes up in a different world. Islor. She wakes up as the princess of Yesby. Yesbari. <laughs> Which this is like this rival world. Yeah. So there's two kingdoms and she's princess of one and she lands in the other. But she was supposed to marry the king. Yeah. And then she ends up killing all his family instead. The old princess Ramiria killed his family. But she wakes up as her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little complicated. That, that scene's a little complicated to grasp. <laughs> yeah. It's Everyone's like, oh, it's her. And then she's like, well, it's not me. And then they don't believe her. And then they lock her in a tower. And yeah, I, I can, can see why there's a, not a good synopsis. I can see why there's a, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely complicated. I guess the, the only other thing to know is there's magic, elementals, fates. Maybe you'll catch on as we talk about it. Maybe you should read the book before we talk about it. <laughs> definitely read the book before we talk about it. Because we're going to give away pretty much everything. Oh, yeah. We're going to give away everything. I will say it is a little confusing and just don't get caught up in the details. I feel like all fantasy books are like that, though. The first 60 pages of all fantasy books, I'm always confused. I think it's exhausting starting a new fantasy series because you have to learn, like, a whole new world. Yeah. And recently, I've been jumping around to fantasy to fantasy. Like, next yep. week, we're reading... Um, a Curse So Dark and Lonely. So we can start a whole new fantasy world. I'm like, yeah. I need to just finish all these fantasies. <laughs> 
but no it was really good book the ending leaves me unsatisfied definitely unsatisfied but i love the characters like i love i love the real princess from area the one who came back to life okay the one who's the main character yeah i'm mad at the other one for like ruining a perfectly good okay can we talk about that i get that xander he's the king i get that he was I guess, cursed to fall in love with her. So he's like bewitched by her. So maybe to her, it wasn't real. But I mean, to him, it was real, even if he was bewitched. And I would have fallen for him. He's a nice guy with a dazzling smile. And I just can't imagine not falling for him. I think I was so mad at her. I was like, just marry the king. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that it's not that hard to not kill your in-laws. People do it every day. I need a book, too. (laughs) But I feel like I was like, even like in most fantasy books, like things come out in the other books. Yeah. So I get why we're confused. We just have to wait until we don't even know when. Yeah. What if, What did you think about Wendelin? Uh, the priestess. Yeah. I mean, she's a sneaky gal. Yeah, a little bit. I did not expect it. Like beginning of the book, she was just like this little priestess, like healing everybody. Seemed really close with Xander. Like Xander really trusted her, and she knew the whole time. Knew the whole time. She was like. Well, the beginning, there's, like, a big Dachner attack, and that's how we found out Rami's blood is poisonous, because it just kills this, like, beast instantly. Yeah. And we find out that Wendelin and the other priestess summon it. So, I'm guessing what happened was they asked Malachi to bring her back to life, and as, like, a result, he brought the Dachnar as well, oh. like, as a consequence, because they say, like, the fates don't do anything without an ulterior motive, and so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll bring her back to life. I'm also gonna release this monster on you and kill you. I guess, so my problem with Wendelin... I do not like Wendelin. I don't think she's evil. No, exactly. Like, I liked Wendelin. I even trusted Wendelin. When Rami ends up having a heart-to-heart with her, and she's like, yeah, I know, you're a key caster. Don't tell anyone, by the way. Like, I've known this whole time. She was still like, look, everything I've done has been for the kingdom. You will understand this in time. You will know when the right time is to tell him. Just, you know, trust your instincts. And I was like, yes, Wendelin, I still like you. And then at the end, when they bring out the prisoners and all the noble people start dying and the guy in the tower is like all hail the queen like yeah we killed them and Wendelin knew the whole time that her blood was poisonous and she probably knew those people's bloods was poisonous because she could have tested them yeah like she allowed this war to break out maybe it was her way to make sure Romaria and Xander went with the other priestesses yeah it's possible like I'm sure there will be more to her story and I hope that she redeems herself but right now I'm kind of on Xander's side with Wendelin like feeling very betrayed by her. I do think she has good intentions. I could see her reasoning behind doing that is because I don't think Xander would ever leave his kingdom unless they like wanted him out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there had to be an uprising to get him out, I guess. Because she has to go to a faraway place to learn her powers. Would you want to have all that power? I don't think I would. When Rami describes it as being like uncomfortable, when she feels the power, I'm like, ooh, I don't think that's... No. Like, I'd be fine being an elemental and having, like, I kind of want to be um, with Malachi. Like, I like the whole thing with fire. But having all four fates, like, and then they're probably fighting over you. So what are the other two? Wind and Earth. Okay. Because. His sister is Earth. His, and she can yeah. Flower. Okay. And the wind is, like, they use on the boats. But, I kind of like his sister. I loved his sister, Annika. I liked her a lot. If it weren't for her, Rami would be dead. 
She's like, the rain, the rain. Yeah. She's like, where's the water? And it's like on her face. She, she literally goes, the, there's no river nearby as rain pelts her. What do I do? There's no river nearby. But I mean, you know, I wouldn't have known what to do either. I can't fault her. I did wish, so like, there's so much talk about her clothing and like how she's not doing the whole social norms of the clothing. But it's never like talk about, oh, everyone in the court's looking at her new dress. Yeah. Or everyone wants to copy the new dress. I wanted that to happen. Yeah, no, I was kind of surprised when she invented a gown with the slit up her leg. Because at that time, like this isn't a Court of Thrones and Roses where they wear those sorts of things. This is like during that time, the women were covered. And she literally had her, her seamstress design a dress where her whole thigh is exposed. I was like, okay. And no one's talking about it. Yeah. You know how like in Mean Girls whenever yeah. she cuts the holes out and everyone just starts cutting holes out like yeah. that, that was gonna happen or that they're gonna slut chamber but like it was just like never discussed which it would have been cool if they included that because they kept saying things like oh you have allies here there are people who want to see you as queen but then we really only got the views of the aristocrats who didn't want to see her as queen and so it would have been interesting to see people like copying her style and you'd be like oh they must want her as queen like they envy her i feel like it's the humans that support her and and, but it's hard because they really have no power i did find it interesting how the themes in this book around immortals versus mortals and slavery seems to be a common theme in fantasy books like that was nothing original I thought all her other ideas were very original but that does seem to be a common theme where mortals are just like losers we're just gonna enslave you because you suck it's similar to from blood and ash because there's two types of immortals mm. there is the immortals who drink blood and there's but those people can't go in the sun and stuff like that there's the immortals who don't drink blood but they can, they drink blood as like a sexual actually <laughs> they don't they have to drink blood but they do it in like a a sexual manner and they have to be like each other's blood okay whereas the other immortals are just like straight vampires straight yeah. i didn't know blood and ash was about vampires they don't call them vampires. Oh. They call them vampires. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that concept is actually, it's not exactly the same, but it's very similar. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, one kingdom is all the vampires and the other kingdom is all the people who aren't vampires. Okay. They drink blood sexually. So there's blood suckers and blood sexuals. <laughs> Okay, so then this idea in this book wasn't even like for me, this was super new and original, but I guess it's also maybe a common fantasy theme. Two kingdoms at odds with the daughter of one kingdom marrying the son of the other. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. This wasn't original. I do think I've heard this theme before. But the whole two realms and yeah. she's being a New York City thief. <laughs> that was interesting when Wendelin explained there could be other realms out there that are happening simultaneously with ours. Because I thought Rami was so dumb when she got there and was like, but where's New York City on this map? Where's the United States and Europe? And I was like, Rami. <laughs> you gotta know you're in another world. <laughs> but yeah, I do think that's interesting. I, I'm confused about can they go between realms or was that only something that Malachi allowed and what other realms are out there? So her main mission going to Islor is to steal the gem in the Nephirium. Yes. (laughs) She finds out later that this is like the stone that they hold to be. So these immortals who drink blood can't have kids normally. So... 
to be able to have kids, they have to hold this stone, and everyone just, like, takes turns, like, having sex with a stone on the blood moon. And, like, people just watch? <laughs> I don't want kids that bad. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. And Rami was open to it, because she was like, that's how I'm going to steal the stone. I'm going to go have sex with Xander in front of everyone. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if that was the time you grew up in and, like, I don't know, if a, if a king asked me to do it, I think I might. <laughs> if, if the king asked me to do it, I'd do it. If Xander is as attractive as he's described. Yeah. And is charming. But, so it was said that the person prior, the, like, old queen of... Farron or something? Uh, yeah. I might miss up the names. Um, she tried to open it with her power. Yeah. But I think if Rami did it by doing the rite of passage, like having sex with the stone and just like taking Having it. sex with the stone. <laughs> How does that work, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think I'll open. I think something's gonna happen. But no, she like left it where she has to another book. Like she can't yeah. just leave us hanging. Well, because like Sophie and Malachi at the end, Malachi's like, well, she's gonna have to open it eventually. What does that mean? Why does she have to open it eventually? She she left it to the point where there'll be another book, which is great, and like she has to wanting more. I just wish she would have ended it a little earlier and like didn't let the whole world crash and burn. That's the thing. Whenever I start a new series, normally the first book does not end on an absolute cliffhanger where you have no idea what's going to happen next. Normally they wrap it up in a way that you're satisfied, but you know there's there's going to be more. She just like cut the story off mid sentence. Like, literally, when you were texting me, I have nine pages left and there's no resolution in sight. I was like, well, crap. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Because I don't think Kay Tucker started the next book. I got nervous when we were, like, 50 pages done and they were, like, just falling in love with each other. Yeah. I was like, shit. Or, like, when we had 30 pages left and they randomly went to go hunt a pig and I was like, what? Where? What? Why? What? Where is this coming from? I think that was the show that she was a cast. Yeah, it ended up making sense. No, yeah, I was like, uh, like this isn't gonna be good. (laughs) She has to finish. If she doesn't finish it, I'm gonna be so mad. Do you think she'll write a book from Annika's perspective? I don't know. Because I really liked Annika. I felt like Annika. The only thing I don't like about Annika was she didn't thank the servants, and she was kind of prissy like that. But. It kind of, like, why are you thanking them? But it, like, makes sense. Like, she wasn't raised to thank them. It's their job to serve her. She's the king's sister. And so I felt like she kind of was trying to understand, like, no, Rami, really, like, why are you thanking them? That's kind of weird. Yeah. I think she'd be a really good queen. Annika or Rami? No, Rami. Okay, so I, if I was Xander, I probably would never trust her again. No. Even if she was a different person, I would not trust her, like, as far as I can throw her like that. I just, no. Like, I... I, Absolutely not. If I'm burned once, I'm not burned twice. Two, when they had their whole facade going on, their whole, like, oh, we're gonna pretend to fall in love so we can figure out who's, like, who's teaming up with you... If I was her, I sh- I would have been smutten. I go everyone's just like I don't be qu- I don't want to be queen. I don't want to marry him. Like no, like I freaking like leave me in this kingdom. <laughs> I want to marry you. Like I don't need to go to New York where I'm poor and my parents are homeless. And yeah, I'm a thief. Yeah, like, like she has nothing to go back to. I would pay someone to marry. Him <laughs> I did think it was weird. So we found out at the end that if she takes her ring off, she's a different, she looks different. Yeah, I don't get what that so is. To everybody else, does she look the same? I don't really know. I didn't understand that part about why she looks different. It said it was, like, to help her mentally. So I think she actually looks different to everybody else. And I think only to herself she looks the same. Oh, that's interesting. 
That would just be trippy. Like, what does that mean? It's funny because the whole time I got Vampire Diary vibes with, like, Catherine and Elena, how they were doppelgangers from different times, and then whatever his name is fell in love with both of them. And I was like, I could never fall in love with, like, a twin. Like, they look the same, but they're different people? I just, I don't think, it's too trippy. I couldn't get around it. Like, if I woke up tomorrow and I was a different person, I, I, I was myself, but I looked like a different person. And say you're uglier. Like, what if you were born uglier? <laughs> she is described as very beautiful, though. But like, I just think of it not being who yeah. you are. I guess it works if you are ugly and you become pretty, but... It would be better if it was, like, I I always bring things back to Akatar just because I'm in that world. But when, she, when Feyre becomes a fae she's still herself just different with like longer ears glowier skin like whatever it would it would be better if she just looked more immortal as opposed to looking different yeah i agree i'm i'm curious of why that's in there there's a lot of things that will have to come to light in later books because she just didn't explain them what our real thoughts are we like this book but we're angry we don't have another book in sight yeah. I just didn't like how she wrapped it up. I felt the ending was rushed. I don't know if she ran out of ideas or she just, may, I mean, maybe it was her plan to end it there, but like, ugh. I feel like, so you said a whole thing where like first books usually don't end up the finger. Yeah. It's because you're not like invested enough. I feel like you need, you need to be more invested before you can just like leave us like that. Yeah. Because right now, like, yeah, I care about the characters, but like not as much as I read a whole other book about them. So yeah. now living at a cliffhanger, I'm just, like, annoyed. You're taking a chance on whether we're going to actually pick up the second book or not. Yeah, like, we want, like, I want to, but, like, in a year from now, will I want to? Yeah. Because, yeah, her and Xander literally only got together within the last 50 pages, so we didn't even get to see their relationship develop beyond the, like, tension that we had. I think after another book, we'll be way more invested when their relationship, you know, spices up and all that. And in the last chapter, he's like, okay, I'm going to leave you here. <laughs> he was literally like, I have to take this next part of my journey on my own. And I was like, Xander, you've had five minutes to think about this. Like, what? No. I don't know. He he literally was in love with her, and then he was just going to leave her. Yeah. For I, what? He's like, I gotta go save my kingdom adios and the fact that he blamed her like i just can't think clearly when you're around me that's your problem yeah don't put that on her she's got enough to deal with and then rami knows in her head that he doesn't want to be there i know and i thought it was really sad when she was like well everyone else in my life has left me so this is nothing new it's fine i just feel like it's gonna put a wedge in their relationship like a big one because how do how does she trust him yeah. To stand by her again. Yeah, like when she said, This is a time when I really need him. It's like, This is a pivotal point in your relationship. And you're just gonna go, Adios. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Gotta get, get, my, get my throne back. Like, I don't understand how he was gonna just let her and the priestess go when they have no protection, no army. Like, how Two he- little women traveling the countryside with the whole kingdom out looking for Ramiria. That's why I think the ending, that's why I say it was just rushed. It didn't make sense. We didn't develop into that. It was literally like they were together, they were sleeping together, they were in love. They hadn't said I love you, but they they were in love. And then and then everything blew up and I feel like with everything blowing up, all the character development just kind of went poof. And Xander was like peace. <laughs> to me, it kind of goes back to my insecurity with Xander about him 
having wanted the first Princess Ramiria. Now, he was bewitched, so at least there's that. But she was very dim-witted and, like, didn't have a backbone. And even though she secretly did, but she acted like this prissy little aristocrat without a thought in her head. And he loved that. I guess since he was bewitched, it doesn't count. But it just makes me feel like maybe he can't handle a strong woman. His sister does say that, like, the new Rami is the like, queen and wife he needs. So yeah. I think, like, maybe he wants that. Like, he thinks he wants that. Yeah. But is that what he needs? Right. But. That is a theme uh, because men are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theme that men want to be in charge, and but really they need to be told what to do. Like, yeah. they need us in charge. Atticus. No, Annika and Atticus are twins. Annika was born first and stole all the elemental power. So Atticus is a loser. No, just kidding. He just doesn't have elemental powers. But he leads the king's army. And when he told Ramiria, when like in the tent, he was like, you know I would never betray my brother. I'm loyal only to him. And then two chapters later betrayed his brother? I thought he was so sincere in the tent. I I believed him. I really think him and the old Ramiria were teaming up. Do you think he was on the inside? I think so, because they slept together. We found out that Olramiria and Atticus, the king's brother, slept together before. Like, she was on her way to his kingdom to marry his brother, and yeah. he was escorting her, and then they slept together. Yeah. I do could see, like, oh, yeah, he just wanted to take what his brother couldn't have. But I feel like, I don't know, it might have helped her a little bit. So it would actually make a lot of sense, because when you think about it, both his parents died. Annika was almost murdered that night. And Xander, it doesn't say that Xander was almost murdered, but if he had been on the hit list... It never mentions that Atticus was targeted. So it, it would kind of make sense if he was working with the old Ramiria. And I definitely don't think he just slept with her to take what he like his brother wanted. Because when he was in the tent or something, something around that time, he definitely hinted that like it had meant more to him than just taking something from his brother. That Together. would suck. Not that like I like Atticus, but just knowing that your brother could betray you to that extent. But the only thing I realized I think he wouldn't is because she's literally destroying that whole race. Yeah. Like the whole kingdom would die. Like all the immortals in that kingdom would die. So that's the only reason I'm like, maybe not. So yeah, that's the thing. I just, it's crazy to think an immortal would have been helping her because if she poisons the entire human race, if all the humans end up taking one of the vials, the immortals will die because they have to have the human blood to survive. So it, I don't know who was helping her on the inside. Atticus is a guess, maybe because he was in love with her, but I maybe he was bewitched too. What faith was called to make her poison? A, a wife. A I don't yeah, know. How the, water, the water faith. Yeah. There were, there were a lot of things in this book that, I don't think soaked in completely, but... I think we'd have to reread it before book two. That's what I was thinking. I actually kind of want to reread it just to see if I catch anything. Because, like, uh, when Rami walked into the war room the first time, before anyone trusted her, she was just being brought in for, like, some quick questioning. Everyone gave her looks, and I want to look more into that. Like, the way Atticus looked at her, the way Aberrain looked at her. Which, why are all their names beginning with A's? Aberrain, Atticus... Annika. I'm like, can you please mix it up? Like, I love these names, but I was so confused at the end when he was like, he said, Xander said something about Aberrain, and I was like, which one's Aberrain? Who is Aberrain? I got the sister and Aberrain confused often. Yeah. 
but I think if I went back and read, I might catch more now that I'm familiar with the world. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait to reread it until we know the, the date the yes. will come out. I, I hope she's writing it. Can we write to her and ask her? <laughs> I just need to know what happens. I think this would be a great series if, it's, if she finishes all of it. If she finishes I can see, it. like, fan art. They're definitely one of my favorite book couples, only because I love Hate to Love. I love that he just couldn't resist her. Like, he tried so hard. He was like, I am not going to make the same mistake I made before. There's no way this is happening. But they were just both drawn to each other. Like, I just love that. It feels magnetic and, like, fate, even though I don't believe in soulmates. But it feels like it. And I want more of Elisaf. The guard. I really liked him. I like him too. I think I'm crushing on him. The whole ending just confused me. I was like, what is going on? But at least we know that Aberrain is loyal to the crown, to Xander. Yes. Did she die though? We don't know. He he was supposed to meet her in the forest. Her and oh. the Legion. And then the seer was like, no, Xander, you're not going to the forest. Like, no, you, you stupid boy. You're coming with us. Um, so he also, knows. like, how are they getting out of the city? Are they just, like, in a tunnel? They're in that tunnel underneath. And, yeah, they're just. Oh, and it literally ends with them hearing the, like, thing crash above them. So, you know, people are chasing them down the tunnel. And it literally says, I start running by the king. But we're worlds apart. And I was like, really? (laughs) I loved the book. I just hated the ending. Okay, so she talks like she is a modern day 20 year old in New York City. When she's like, that sucks. Like, I'm pretty sure she probably has like a a New York accent. Like, she's from Jersey. Like, she probably talks like I do. And she's like plopped in this like old castle where they're all royals and it's like basically I mean there's no time frame it's a whole nother world but I'm sure it's like the 1600s like it's pretty old how do they not be like this girl talks really strange they brought it up a couple times where they like caught on to something she said but they never really pressed her on it that and her fashion sense and her drawings I feel like there were clues that she was definitely not from here but Xander was I think just too smitten with her to press also, so do they all believe that she remembered nothing until, like, four months ago? Like, how did she know how to speak if she doesn't remember anything? How did she know her name was Ramiria? Because she responded to that name immediately. I think they all knew she wasn't the old Ramiria. But, like, what did she press her on? Like, oh, what do you remember about life? Yeah. Like, she knew what food was. She knew what all these things were. And she wanted to eat meat. And then she was like, oh, but I can't because I'm supposed to be Ramiria. Well, I was thinking about the name thing because... When people assume a different identity, because this was something in um, Bad Good Girl, Bad Blood, the guy in that book who had gone under witness protection program, one of the reasons she figured out like who he was was because he didn't respond to his name all the time. Someone would call his name and he wouldn't respond because he didn't really identify as that name. And the fact that she always responded to her name, which is because her name was Ramiria in New York, I feel like that should have been an indication not that she was from New York, but that she was still the old Ramiria or something was going on because she claimed to remember absolutely nothing. Not her parents. She didn't recognize her brother. She didn't like just nothing. But then she was like still Ramiria. It's just an odd. It was a red flag to me. Yeah. I thought her situation with her brother was very strange. I can't believe he 
tried to kill her. Like, I didn't pick up sketch vibes from her. She didn't slip up to me, but then her brother was like... Well, because Xander was, like, in the corner watching them. She says, she's like, oh, I sucked down here, like, only have a little bit. And, like, was trying to get information out of him, I think. And then Xander was just, like, there, like, Atticus was like, oh, Xander, what are you doing down here, buddy? Yeah. That whole scene really bothered me when Atticus was like, let me through, let me through. Like, I know Xander's down there, ah! I was like, he can wait. He can wait while Xander and her get information from this guy. But maybe Atticus didn't want them to get information from him. <gasps> oh my gosh. I, I hated that scene, but I wasn't questioning his loyalty in that scene. But now looking back, I feel like that could easily be something she put in there on purpose to be like, he disrupted this so they couldn't get information. Also, we dropped a bomb that like the king of Yes, whatever, wasn't her dad. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Because it was never run up again. Because he was like, my father. And no one did anything. I was like... I actually completely forgot about that. I was waiting for him to be like, oh, so, like, who's your dad? Or, like, for her to be like, oh, so who's my dad? Like, I, I thought she was going to ask somebody because, like, she has no idea her past. That's crazy that that was just dropped and then never... Part up again. I felt bad for her real dad in New York. Me too. Learning that maybe he was a... Uh, an elemental and or a caster i guess a caster and a mortal caster and so he'd gone crazy that that was pretty sad and just like the way he was treated on the streets and i couldn't imagine like seeing a homeless person be like oh yeah that's my dad yeah um oh i wanted to ask you at the end when Wendelin marks the tributaries she marks them with a carving that ramiria has seen before it's indicated it's like two crescents and she's like like she knows that mark what is that mark do you know oh it's her mother's the symbols her mother used to make her real like her mother from new york but her mother from new york was burning witches her mother from new york like, was in yeah like but she's like she believed in like the fates of whatever wait, wait, wait so what does that mean Think through it, Kayla. Tell me what it means. I'm confused. I think, it is, I think she remembers it because of her mother. Yeah. I don't remember. Was it a sign for their group in New York? Their, like, anti-witch group? I don't know. <sighs> I think they're, like, this cult that believes in magic. Do you think they burned a bloodsucker or a priestess or... Because we don't really know whose side her mom was on. I I don't really care about her parents. Like, I don't, I, I, you don't I, think they'll come into play? I don't want them to because I don't want her to go back to New York. Oh. That's true. Like, you know, like, I don't want her to go back. I want her to stay in this kingdom. I want to stay in the kingdom. I feel like the realms cross, though, because Malachi can bring her back at any given moment. Like, literally, Malachi and Sophie are pacing around her dead body. Sophie wanted to bury her dead body. Well, they said if she goes back, she's going to go crazy. And... I think she's trapped in this body because I think she is stuck in the immortal body. And it's a new body. It's a new look. <gasps> That's why when she takes the ring off, it's a new look. Okay. It's starting to click into place for me. I don't want her to go back to New York either. I just, I thought it was odd that she's just going to be stuck here. And here is a better life for her in the New York. But I think she remembers a symbol because of her mother. Because yeah. she lived at that temple for some months. The only reason I wasn't sure if you could cross realms was because Sophie mentioned she didn't care if Elijah and her lived in New York or in Islor. Islor. At the end of the book, she literally says, like, I don't care where we end up. And so that's why I was like, maybe... I think you can cross realms with the, 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 the 
help of the but fates. But I think it takes, like, a someone has to die to do it. Mm. I don't think I would have held out for my husband for as long as Sophie did. But it's really her fault. It is so her fault. He was literally like, you really shouldn't make deals with the fates, Sophie. And she's like, it's fine. I, I got this. What did she want? I think she was a mortal caster, so she was going to go insane, so she asked to be made immortal. Oh, so he made her that. immortal, but he he took her husband. I forgot Because she that. wanted to be immortal with her husband. Yeah, no, the first chapter was all about Sophie and Elijah, and I thought the book was going to be about them. This is why when the second chapter was about Ramiria, I didn't realize it was about Ramiria until, like, the end of the chapter, because I thought we were still talking about Sophie. I thought this was just a new life Sophie lived, like, hundreds of years later in New York City, and then she met this other woman who was like, I'm Sophie, and I was like, oh, that's weird. They have the same name. <laughs> I, I forgot she was going crazy. Yeah, Sophie was a mortal caster, and she asked to be made immortal to live with her husband, and then he took her husband. I don't know. I, I liked the book. and in, in fact, I loved the book. Five stars for the first 90% of the book, but I take off half a star for the end. The end ruined it for me in some ways. Uh, yeah, I give it like a 4.2. I liked it a lot. I didn't say I'd love it. I don't know where it's going. I don't know how it's going to end. I think what's going to have to happen is Ramiria's blood's going to have to get fixed because otherwise she will always be hunted either by the mortals or uh, by both the mortals and immortals. The immortals want to kill her because her blood's poison and the mortals will want to use her because her blood's poison. So I feel like maybe the only way to cure her blood will be to open the Nephaeum or whatever with the bloodstone. Like maybe that's why he said she'll have to open it eventually. I don't know. All I know is with tainted blood, she's a target. At some point, the mortals are going to have to be freed. Xander's vision for the kingdom is good, and I feel like that's where the series is going to have to go. But how they get there is definitely a mystery. And I think Romeria's queen mother, like the old Romeria's mother, is going to come into play. Yeah. And did the brother get killed? The brother's up in the tower. Oh. Hope all the people that are loyal to Xander aren't outed and punished for their loyalty i don't know it's confusing because on the one hand they need the blood to survive so i get it but on the other hand it's not fair to the mortals it can't be that the mortals are slaves just to be used for their blood but it's obviously difficult for someone to give up their slave hence why there's always wars when people want to free slaves well yeah that's that so thanks for listening this is kayla and marissa have a good day and make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram.